Today's episode of Bachelor Party is brought to you by State Farm. Like anyone looking for the right partner, you want someone you can count on. Someone that's dependable, understanding, someone that'll tell it to you straight. When it comes to insurance, State Farm deserves a rose. They're always there when you need them. File a claim day or night with their app, which was awarded Best Insurance Mobile App 2019. Plus, they're great listeners. With 19,000 local agents, they get to know the real you, so they'll help you choose coverage that's personal, not some cookie-cutter policy. So go out and get the one you deserve. Get State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Get a quote or find an agent at statefarm.com. In no way do I want to, like give you like an ultimatum or like tell you what you can do or can't do at all like and I hope you know that and I hope you know my heart um but for me like actions speak louder than words and I'm just really big on that um but you know how much you mean to me okay Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. It's Fantasy Suites Week. I'm very excited to dig into it and to do so. I am with ESPN's Mina Kimes, probably best friend of the ringer, Mina Kimes. This is like, I mean, how many pods do you appear on here, you know? Well, how many times have I been on your pod? I, I think this think is the third that. time. Okay, because we did the season recaps. Yes, and we did one for during Hannah's season. Yeah, we did an extremely sexual one on Tyler C. I remember that. Thanks for bringing up Tyler. I can no longer bring up Tyler, but when other people do, <laughs> it gives me license to discuss him. Mm. Uh, I just watched his video for page six, like his first and his worst, and I just love Tyler. In fact, it's a, it's affected my enjoyment of the show because I'm like, I've really, re- I've reached the mountaintop with the greatest contestant yeah. of all time, Tyler Cameron, and now I, it's hard to move. It's hard to move forward. I'm just like Peter, but I, I'm glad mm. he wasn't the Bachelor because Peter got horrible girls. I wouldn't want Tyler to be. Oh, good to that. point. I didn't even. You don't. They probably would have cast it a little differently. Maybe? I don't. Th- I don't think so. It's just a yeah. short period of time. Between when they start casting, yeah, they're not really in like the pool is the pool. But let's let's talk about <sighs> Peter's woman. So hometown. Oh, sorry, it wasn't hometowns. Fantasy. It was fantasy suites, and um, we had. I think they showed it in the correct succession. They showed Hannah Ann, then Victoria, and then Madison, and we're going to talk about it in that opposite order. Let's discuss the Madison situation. So, number one, the Madison situation is not the fact that her mascara is horrible, but I do briefly want to touch on her mascara because it's so distracting. It was ex- it really distracting in the first scene yes. of, of this episode yes. where in the hangar, uh-huh. after Sun he Country. eliminates Kelsey. <laughs> um, yes, he says, I, I could find my wife in this hangar. In this hangar. Incredible line. Incredible. Um, he probably thought of that himself. It was that good. She did the, the upper, and first of all, since this is on camera, I am in no position to criticize anyone's makeup, fashion, or anything. So Nor I want to put that out there. I'm barely wearing any makeup. I barely know how to apply makeup. That, I mean, it's just not my not my thing. That said, I did write a clockwork orange while watching <laughs> that scene. The lower, she's a beautiful girl. She is but beautiful. But it was really distracting. Her, it was really distracting and it's continued for the rest of the episode. I, it's a mean note to start on. I actually really like Matt. I like her the best. By far. I came to like her a lot this episode as well. Madison said some things that you don't hear people saying very often on this show. And I don't even mean the Christianity stuff, which we'll obviously talk to talk about. Hmm. But 
I liked that Madison said, I'm proud of who I am and and my standards. And I'm proud of who I am is is sadly not said very often on any reality show, let alone The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. Like, it's usually so much people craving affirmation and acceptance. They don't have the confidence yeah. or the will to say, I'm proud of who I am. That's so interesting. She has not sought validation no. from him throughout any of this or look to him to reassure her that there's, you know, she's right or there's she's not wrong. Like, you're absolutely right. She is, despite seeming very young in a lot yeah. of ways that we can talk about, she does seem to have a very strong sense of self. Yes, she does. I, I thought that was, like, genuinely remarkable. And I huh. was, like, excited about that whole thing because yeah. I was like, people just don't say that very often, right. which is depressing for a dating show. But it's so much about, like, you know, Victoria, every single time she's with Peter, he she manipulates him into tell into him saying, like, it's I love I, I'm into you, like right. you matter to me. That's never what's happened with Madison. It's kind of the opposite. Interesting. Yeah, right. She's not trying to manipulate him at all. And I think it's 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 a it's a really beautiful portrayal in some ways of spirituality. What I, what you just I described, agree. being proud of yourself, making decisions for yourself and and Obviously, the quote unquote ultimatum, and I don't, I wouldn't describe it that way, and we can talk about it, but her yes. stance on intimacy and how it pertains to her and Peter, it's very different from Luke P yes. on Hannah's season. Because when you're watching her, and this sort of connects to what you're saying, you get the sense, oh, this is all about you. Yeah. This isn't about an expectation or necessarily like a burden or standard you're trying to put on someone else. It's a standard you're putting on yourself that naturally involves other people. Yeah. It, it, the Luke P comparison is interesting. A lot of people brought that up, how Madison compares to Luke P. And Luke was so much more, he was like trying to control. Yes. Totally. Um, Hannah. And he was trying to like, like be like, I love you so much. Don't have sex with anyone. Can't you see how much I love you? Yes, right. And he was judging her. And yeah, there was nothing judgmental. And if, if anything, Madison went out of her way to say, I'm not judging you. Yeah. I, you, I, you make your own choices. However, what I've chosen for myself this is a is, choice and it involves another person because sure. it's a choice about sexuality. Now, the question is, should that choice have been communicated a little bit earlier okay. in the show? So back to the hangar when okay. they're sitting down. Yeah. She basically says to him, it'll be really hard for me to move. She says to him, it'll be really hard for me to move forward if you're intimate with the other women. Do you feel like that was crystal clear? No. Okay. 100%. <laughs> no. Also, way too late. I to, think, yes. I, I Yes. Well, I just think it must have been edited in a way to make it mm. seem more clear than it was because Peter seemed genuinely like bold, like like shocked at the end of the episode when they're on their fantasy suite date having dinner when he's like, well, I have to tell you I've had, I've been intimate. And yes. he doesn't say with both, but he just says I've been intimate. And I think the implication is with both. And so, but she said that she was really clear with him, but I don't think that he got, he didn't get yeah. it, if that's true. I don't think... I feel like this whole time, both of them have been trying to avoid the inevitable. Yeah. Right? Like, they've been sort of star-crossed from the beginning. Like, it, even early on, I think it was their first date when they had the conversation about religion and he was clearly BSing through it and, and trying. Like, neither of them have wanted to confront the fact that there is a very hard line yeah. that separates them. And yes. I think she didn't want to confront it in this conversation at the hair. Like, she— you could tell she still didn't want to deliver that ultimatum and sort of push it to the edge. Because also she doesn't want to give an ultimatum because she just no. wants him to pick her. Yes. It's not and like, like a, conflicting anywhere else. It's like a in a right. all things being equal, Peter. Please pick me. Don't have sex with the other women. She didn't want him 
she didn't want to like force him into yeah. the corner, but then she did. Then she did. Time. But yeah. that begs the question, like, what do you think he thought she was saying? I think he thought she was saying, you know, I would be hurt by this, not that it was a deal breaker. And I yeah. think he thought they weren't going to have to talk about it, quite frankly. <laughs> I'm <Classic> serious. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I, I think he thought, okay, you know, she's very religious. I know this already. She's established standards here, but we're not going to actually, she's not going to actually ask me if I've, you know, smashed these two other girls. Like, we're, this isn't actually going to come up. Yeah. And then it came up. And then it came up because she, 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 she brought it up. Yeah. That just also shows like a, a fundamental lack of understanding who she is though because he yeah. did he did seem very surprised by um, who, like what she was saying. And based on her hometown, don't you think you could have guessed that she was virgin saving herself for marriage? So that's the other thing I want to ask I mean, you about. Maybe okay. you, shouldn't, you shouldn't guess. I mean, I don't know. It's like a mean thing to do. <laughs> but like, I just feel like if I'm Peter and I'm putting the pieces together trying to understand what I'm getting into... How did that not come up? So there's a question of the ultimatum and we're talking about, okay, should she have delivered that more clearly? Should she have delivered that earlier? Should she have mentioned that she was saving herself for marriage earlier? Yes, totally. Especially when they're like doing the special plate and it's clear. She talks about her faith so much. I think it would have been easy to slip in when she's like, I really believe in my faith. And it's like my Christianity is like the most important thing to me. All of that is my issue with her. It's not that she has these standards or even how they, she communicated them to him. It's the timing of it all. Yes. Yeah, she waited to the last possible moment, probably because right. she was scared yeah. that he would reject her or who knows what she is scared of. Definitely is different, but it, is it It also suggests to me that perhaps they, they didn't have a lot of alone time, which is not surprising. We went, we went weeks right. without seeing Madison. They had two one-on-one dates before this, right? Yes. There was she had the very first one. Obviously, yes. it's not going to come up. At there. your parents' vow renewal. Yeah, the parents of Al Renewal. Yeah. She's got to be bringing her home, right? But I I have contended from the very beginning that they bring her home is not about a specific person, more about the concept of... Oh, like his, bringing... Like, Peter, find your woman and bring her home. Bring her home. I told you I saw on the internet somewhere suggesting what if it's like a dog and it's just a total red herring. Oh, interesting. I would like that idea a lot. I, but what about a dog? Like, just like a random dog in Australia? Like, Peter, go get that dog. We love it. <laughs> yeah, or, or, you know, maybe like... The mom's like, oh, it's been a tough time. Our dog ran away. Peter, come back. Bring her home. I just have a really hard time believing that it's about like a specific person. Because I feel like Peter's parents are so pro-Peter that Mm, they wouldn't. They're just sort of more like whatever you want. Interesting. I I don't know. Because they're the opposite of of Madison when it comes to sex. Like before the show, he was talking about how he'd just like bring girls home to his parents' house because he's been living there. And like he'd wake up and the girl would be like downstairs like making pancakes with his mom. Like Mm. it's totally the opposite. I just feel like they're they're like whatever Peter wants. That's weird. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Well, okay. Well, that brings me. Also, imagine being that girl who's just like, okay, now I'll make breakfast with your parents downstairs. We met who knows when. Have you ever gone on like a vacation with a significant other and their I family? Have, I have Pre, not. Oh, it, there's some tough situations. <laughs> I've, I've been on some camping trips. Oh my, my God, camping. In my day. Um, Jeez. Here's my other question to you about Madison. So I think we are, we're on the same page. We both think she should have mentioned these. We, we like her. We support her decisions. Yes. But we have questions about her communication. Sure. Also, How do you feel about her coming on the show in the first place? And with Peter, the bachelor, because we, we know his Yes, deal. it's inexplicable. Peter um, was intimate with Hannah to use their parlance. I, by the way, I hate that terminology. We were intimate. intimate. It's just like... There's, I, I said smashed earlier, so I've already ruined. I think I think in I think in text, I just said he wanted to like boner or something like that. Yeah. I find everything better um, than intimate. It's like, it's like 
if if they could use that that label <laughs> yeah. at, in an aisle in CVS or like at the mall, then it has to be out. You know, we can't. You can't actually use it. Interesting. It's, yeah, it's truly awful. Feminine. Int- yeah, I've started using bonk, which people do not like. Mm. That's. The, I feel like. That. What about boink? Boink. I don't know. I like boink. I feel like that's more of like a sound effect. I can, can we like, use boink the rest of the Yeah, episode? you got it. Okay. So, he, so Peter and Hannah boinked four times in the windmill. Many boinks. The most famous thing about Peter. We thought it was twice and then turned out to be four times thanks mm. to Hannah like wanting everyone to know. Many times. And so if you're Madison, mm. it's pretty easy to bring that up right away. I mean, I understand not wanting to bring it up in the first night. Like, hey, I'm saving myself for marriage. But like this is this guy is famous for his virility. And for his stamina. It's obviously important to him. Yeah. Too. So like you're... Which, by the way, I also think is great. No problem with yeah, that Yeah, no either. problem with that. Either way, make choices. But I think, yeah. you know, if you are considering whether to enter into a lifelong relationship with someone, perhaps it's something that's worth discussing, right? I mean, that would be the adult thing to do is have that discussion. Because yeah. I, I don't object to her going on the show. I think it's like... You don't know until you've had the conversation with the Bachelor or Bachelorette whether or not that's even a deal breaker for them. Right. Totally okay to come on, and, but you have to have that conversation. And also, you can't be so surprised by him having boinked these two other girls because at the end, she gets up and she walks away and she was like, I was just really hurt back there. And it's right. like, Madison, what'd you think? What did you think he's been doing for the Victoria last Victoria F. made it to the final three, Madison. <laughs> What did you think? <laughs> okay. Victoria F. and Madison, some of they like, these three women seem like they like each other. So I want to talk about this. So usually a few a few things that are different this episode from previous fantasy suites. Mm. Usually the three finalists or four in the case yes. of Hannah are in separate mm. living quarters. So you don't know where you are in the order. Obviously you can tell how many days have gone by, but I've, I've pressed on this with a lot of people and you don't really know if you're first, second, third, fourth, whatever, which is for the best because you don't, you don't want to know, right? And then second of all, you don't know who else is there. Really. You don't know what's happened until you get to the to the final rose ceremony. Right. Like that's why for Hannah's fantasy suites, the guys were not that confused about Luke still being there. They didn't know that she had sent him home and all right. this stuff. So you're really like flying blind through fantasy suite weeks. These three girls, women, are opposite situation. They're in like this weird like, I, I, like day house. I, I was very confused by all of the architecture I saw in Gold Coast, Australia, but that's for a different podcast. And so <laughs> Madison is, I, I think that we have to trust that Peter and Hannah did go first because we see him come in and do his weird Australian accent and be like, okay, Hannah Ann. Good day, Yeah, good day, Sheila's. I didn't, I didn't even know that's a thing. Um, I think we then have to believe that Victoria went second based on the conversation where Hannah Ann comes back and there's the bite of Victoria being like, okay, and now I have to get ready. Although there is usually a day between. It's not like back to back to back. <laughs> I hope it, I hope there was a day between. And then, so I think we have to assume that Madison was last. So Madison, like, mm. what did you think was happening when you saw your two housemates come back the morning after? Do you think this is why the producers had them all yes. on the, yeah, I do too. The only explanation is to be mean to Madison. That's messed up. It's so messed up. Because this, you and I are are students of the show. Sure. This is new. What yes. they did broke format. Yes. They also had a woman, and I don't, I mean, there's been instances, I think, where I can think of some Bachelor or Bachelorette contestants where they were disappointed or they didn't want, you know, their 
uh, th- their lead to to boink other people. But <laughs> sure, who? Because if you are in love with this dude, right? Who would want that? Nobody. No one. Nobody. <laughs> I, by the way, how about Hannah Ann making it so clear she, she was, was like, like, "I'm fine with yeah. it." <laughs> she was like, "I understand. Whatever it takes. Whatever you need." Again, I like the confidence. I guess. But I was just like, okay, do you have to be that okay with it? Yes. Her primary that really personality trait, as portrayed on television, I don't know her, is making life as easy as possible for Peter. Yeah. In literally every way. Challenging nothing. Zero challenge. What do you think they talk to each other about? Um, That's there, a great question. No, I have no idea. Like, literally we none. We haven't seen... We've seen no deep conversations. We've she seen, names her dresses. He said that. Right. Which was funny because she, someone did like a whole bunch of research about her. And like she's been selling her clothes on like Thread Up and Poshmark ah, for a few years, which is funny because so, she's getting rid of her dresses. It's a long con. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, also, she like claimed to have been wearing, she was wearing like a, a bandage style dress, champagne color when Champagne Gate happened. Famous, yeah. Yes. And I assumed it was an Herve Leger dress, an, an official. Remember when those were really mm, yep. big? Yeah, um, and like kind of like teal and like gold. Those were huge. They were huge. Yeah, I would never. And um, <laughs> and then someone pointed out to me because they went back to her Poshmark account that the dress she sold was was like a knockoff of mm. it. But on her Instagram, she made it seem like it was a Ray Leger. It was mm. just it was it was a whole thing. And you know what? Mm. I'm all about a Canal Street fake as I sit here in an H and M shirt. You know, <laughs> but like I just thought mm. that was like weird to go out of her way. Lot but of thickens, yeah, yes. Um, I don't know anything about her. We don't know anything about her at all. Uh, That's the thing is we know very little about uh, any of them. Most of them. Yeah, we know a lot about Hannah. We know the most about Madison because her faith is so central. And her athleticism. And her athleticism. Although she did not go to Auburn. This has been clarified to me since last week. She. Yeah. She didn't go there. The, she she was like a good high school player. Yes, right? which is great. Very, Fine. She yeah. also is clearly much better at ath- athletics than Peter. So shout out to her. I like how how he is around her. He seems to really like her. He seems intimidated by her in some ways. Yeah. Which is interesting because yes. she's extremely inexperienced and young. Yes. And, and yet, compared to the other two women, we can, you know, we'll talk about their dates. Not only does he seem to care about her the most, based on what I've seen, he seems to, like, be the most genuine right. around her. Yeah. Me. I agree with that. And I think the most upset he has seemed— Totally. —is with— what happened at the end of their date. He seemed genuinely freaked out. But that's why I'm confused about what what she actually said to him, what actually penetrated his mind at the hangar, because Interesting. because it, it did seem to me, the viewer, fairly clear that she wasn't going to be okay with him sleeping with these other women, boinking these other women. And mm-hmm. he seemed shocked. Did that he, he boink his mind? That, yeah. he ha- that he had to tell her, I've yeah. been intimate. Well, we saw... The combination of her talking to him and then her ITMs where she's yeah. pretty explicit about it. But I imagine if you just played her conversation with uh, with, with him, it's a lot less clear. Yes, because there is a healthy dose of voice of, voiceover, of voiceover going on, at the yeah. beginning of the episode. She was pretty unclear. She was also pretty uncomfortable. I'm kind of taking his side on this one. Nice. Nice. Okay. <laughs> Peter, he needs her, Peter needs a win. He gets so few around He gets so here. few. <laughs> um... Yeah, there. I noticed that upon rewatch, there's a, a lot of voiceover from her and yeah. less of them being direct. But, but she does say it will be hard for me to move forward. I okay. When you reached out to me about recapping this episode, I was uh, before I watched it. You know, I, I've been really negative about the season, um, and I said I'm just going to yell and complain a lot. I'm sorry in advance. 
I found this episode to be actually pretty riveting, and I found their date to be one of the deeper, more interesting dates I've seen in a while on this show. Because it that like this is some real life shit. Yeah. I, I want to say all credit to her. All that, credit to her, yes. On that. Because she is eloquent. She's thought about this. You know, she's only 23. Perhaps she'll change her mind. I've definitely changed my mind on a lot of yeah. things since I was 23. But um she has so much more poise than all these other women. 100 percent And but but this the the central problem here, like, okay, someone who has, like, a very strong belief system, someone who has a very different view of life and what happens when those two people meet and fall in love, that's, like, real people stuff. Yes, definitely. Like, when I was watching them and that very long scene where their heads are together and he's saying he doesn't want to lose her, like— Too long. I, that scene was too long for It me. was long, but <laughs> I believed it. I really believed it. It's the, it was the first time I found him, like, incredibly persuasive as a bachelor. It was the first sense. time I believed you were not you were you still dislike him so much. I feel like I do dislike him so much. Um, I I don't exactly know what it is. I just like someone who has more control. Like I'm just like yeah, get a right. handle on this situation, Peter. Like no handles. Come on. I think that also because if it were me in his position, I would be like cleaning up this mess. Like it just was like makes me so mad right. that everything is such a disaster, and then he's let he's like let Victoria manipulate him. Hannah Ann, he's clearly distracted by her boobs. Mm. And with Madison, I think he is really into her, but he's just kind of like fucked it up. I just feel like he doesn't have the... I think he's a genuine guy who cares about people, but he's like no emotional intelligence and it drives me insane. Do you think there's a world in which, let's say, let's say she went first or something and it's crazy, right? The, yeah. the outcome of an entire like relationship could depend on whether or not you go first, right? Second or third, yeah. Um... Well, do you think there's a world in which he says, you know what? I love you. I want you. Wait for marriage. I do. I genuinely do. Because I look at Colton's season and Cassie went first. And as a result, it fucked up the whole show. He he broke up with True. Hannah G and Tasha before even doing the dates with them because he was like, it's only Cassie. And if it's not going to be Cassie, then I don't want to do this. How quickly would they have gotten married? Um Peter and Madison so quickly like immediately he would have been like oh, go, go find me a <laughs> find me a priest find me a pastor I, I don't know they do this I do th- I do think that would have happened and I, I think that the show set it up so that did so that they did not have that happen again this feels to me because I thought Madison was getting a Cassie edit last week I was like this is very you, you thought so yes so I'm unspoiled look I am like, too it's kind of unclear if there's any who knows what no happens knows. um the only thing I'll just say is I'm still positive Peter is not with his producer. That's a rumor. Right there. <laughs> I agree. Not possible. Not possible. It feels like we're headed towards a Des Brooks ending where, I mean, I it's time for a bachelor to feel that pain. Well, I, Madison is his love. Yeah. He, How could you watch this season and yeah. not feel like they're the two people who are supposed to be together? Yes, I, I agree with you. And if that doesn't happen, and it, based on this episode, it looks like it. Yeah. We're going to feel weird. Yeah, he's clearly much more into Madison than the other two. But I, I I, don't know how they move forward, though, because if she's like, this is, I felt really hurt and I want, and she, you know, this is what she said when she was explaining why she wants to, to wait. Mm. She said, body, soul, and spirit, I'm his. Like, that's how she, like, thinks about it. Mm. And that's not something that I can relate to, but I, again, commend her for, you know, believing in something so deeply. And it's just sort of like, 
he went for like the sex kitten. Like Victoria is still there right. because he wanted to boink her. Like that's been obvious for weeks because yeah. they have a crazy ass relationship. And I don't know how you watch the show back if you're Madison and like you're okay with what you've seen. But if you're, let's say Hannah Ann wins, how do you watch the show back and see how clearly he's more into her? I mean, Des and Chris, they have a happy life in Seattle and they've got two kids. Can't you just see like the after the final rose and Peter walks out with Hannah Ann in, you know, her champagne dress or whatever the <laughs> she fuck. She bought she's... it back after selling it on Poshmark. <laughs> and, you know, boobs up to here and and like Peter's like, well, you know, yeah, I was always her. Nobody's going to freaking believe you, dude. Okay, so this is another thing. Peter's been going around doing press, and I think he was on our friend Lauren Zima's Entertainment Tonight last mm-hmm. week. And he said, I've known who it was since since week four. So he said that? Yes, he said that. So he, I think he is doing damage control. He's doing damage control. To be like, I've always known it was you no ever since week that. four. I think that he's just trying to preserve his relationship. And when he was here at the very beginning of the season and people were asking him, and I was at people, when people, aka me, were asking him about <laughs> Hannah Brown, he was very much like, I'm moving forward. It was, you know, it was, it was rough, but I'm now moving forward and like looking forward to the rest of my relationships. So I think he's been using his press to really do a lot of damage control. Nobody is going to watch this season and believe that it was someone other than Madison I know. from week four. I know. Because he also, he's he's really liked her. The only thing in Hannah Ann's favor is she's won a lot of group rose, group date roses. Yeah, that's usually... That's, that's usually a good indicator of where The Bachelor's at because it's a way for him to, like, message who he's into. Interesting. Um, Can we what, talk about some of the specifics of Madison's date? I'm so glad you said that because... Um, their sky, I don't yes. know, what the hell do you call what they did? They like walked up the side of a building. I thought it was like going to be like repelling or Me something. Me too. I was going to say, not that scary. There I were th- steps on that ramp. There were steps. My note was the guide yes. looks like Roger Sherman. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it were Roger. <laughs> um, yeah, the whole time I was, I was like, are they going to rappel down? Are they going to bungee jump? And they just kind of stood there and made out. They didn't even seem scared. No, I don't think it was that scary. It reminded me of like the challenge in like 2007. It's the kind of stuff they used to do on that show. Yeah. When they would totally. go to like Panama City. We're at the top of the highest building. And now yeah. we're going to walk across like a, a beam. It's like, yes, yeah, you'll be fine. <laughs> I just thought it, was, it wasn't that scary at all. But, you know, what, whatever. Mm. And then um, I also just thought that from the very beginning, she seemed nervous. I thought she seemed nervous all day long. Madison. Knowing that she would have to have that the conversation with him. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and then I also just want to note that during her date, they cut back to the room where, where Victoria and Hannah Ann were. Mm. And they are having a conversation about if Madison has told Peter that she, that she's saving herself or not. It was trying to be tricky, tricky editing. Mm. But Hannah Ann was wearing the floral dress that she yes. came back. Great point. From her night, her night overnight wearing. So I was like, oh, that must have been like right after. So I was... Watching like okay, when is Victoria talking? When is she off camera? When it you know, when it, what's voiceover? Because she was she was very critical, right? Very. She was what did she wrote? Um, I'll try to do her voice. Oh my god, don't! It'll hurt. It'll to pierce. Question someone that doesn't sit well with me. <laughs> Putting him in that position is so unfair. It makes me mad for him. That's so annoying. <laughs> She she sucks. She sucks hardcore. I, I hate um, her. She said the worst. Um, she said most of it. So I was like waiting. I was like, okay, because you know, interestingly enough, in the 
prior preview for this episode, she calls it disgusting. Yeah. They don't did, show that, say that on this, which makes me think that one was not Probably real, something different. But she was definitely critical of it. Very. Um, for sure. Yeah. For sure. I noticed they did a lot of um, showing the girls like not talking and trying yeah. to make it seem like they were sitting in silence. But I'm pretty sure. Oh, th- yeah. I'm pretty sure they just turned down the audio and showed a woman when she was not physically in the act of speaking, but like in a discussion. Totally. I Are think you- these women like genuine, generally like each other. I think so too. I think all like based on their Instagram interactions, they all seem to be bros. Oh as yeah. Well. Yeah. I, no. I, I definitely think so. I want to talk more about Hannah and, and Victoria, but first let's talk about today's sponsors. Let me tell you, me and Meghan Markle, we both love our Rothies. I was thrilled to see Meghan back in hers when she got off that plane last week. She was wearing the black pointed toe flats. I also have those in a different print. They're more of like a neutral gray and blue. They're kind of like a camouflage, but they're really wonderful. I wear them all the time. They go with jeans. They go with black jeans. They really go with everything. Rothy's are the perfect everyday shoes for life on the go. They're stylish and comfortable, and they come in an ever-changing array of colors, prints, and patterns. They're also available in a range of styles like sneakers, loafers, points, and more. And because Rothy's are seamlessly knit using thread made from plastic water bottles, they're ultra-comfortable as soon as you slip them on. No blisters and sustainable. Added bonus, Rothy's has diverted over 35 million water bottles from landfills already. Plus, Rothy's always come with free shipping and free returns and exchanges, so there's no risk, no worries, no reason not to try. Check out all the amazing styles available right now at rothys.com slash bachelor. Go to rothys, R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash bachelor to get your new favorite flats, comfort, style, and sustainability. These are the shoes you've been waiting for. Head to rothys.com slash bachelor today. Let's get into Victoria. Mm. I can't believe, once again, Victoria conned Peter into apologizing <laughs> to her. Has he apologized ever to anyone this much in his life? Victoria F's skills are being wasted on The Bachelor. What she, she should, should be doing. She instead. should be negotiating a new Iran deal for <laughs> the U.S. or like getting North Korea to like de like take you know get rid of their nuclear weapons or something. She's very persuasive. It makes me really mad. I this is when like my caddy, my caddy stereotypical woman. I just side did comes a mean out. impersonation, so she sucked. If she didn't have so many like other like clear glaring issues like the White Lives Matter stuff, I would feel less bad about hating her so much. But I I I hate her. I really do. <laughs> and I I don't know. Like the so we only saw one morning after. We didn't get to see Hannah Ann and Peter the morning after, which I don't understand why. Do we not? No. We we see Hannah Ann returning Weird. to the suite. She's oh, wearing yeah. her floral dress and like she's dress. really happy. I'm like, yeah, like, you look so skinny. cute. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. We only get to see the the uh postcoital wear of Peter and uh Victoria. She's wearing like workout clothes. She's wearing workout clothes, yeah. yeah. She looks hot. Bang. She she's, she is hot. She's banging. Yes. And he he was wearing like um his one pair of joggers and then he like put a shirt on. But I, I always find it really fascinating mm, to see the beach. What they've yeah. chosen to be their morning after clothes. It used yeah. to be a lot more deliberate. Like I remember on Caitlin's season, it was like she had like a different look for each guy, for Sean and for Nick and mm. for Ben. It was it was pretty funny. You could tell who she liked the best. Yeah. Kinda. And also it was just like such a specific part of her wardrobe <laughs> that she had to talk to Carrie Fetman, the stylist, about, which I just have always found very funny. Interesting. But so Victoria and Peter, they seem genuinely happy the next morning. And now and now I feel like I understand Victoria. <laughs> right? <laughs> um I there were like 
brief moments in their date when I kind of felt bad for her. Really? When she would talk about... (sighs) She's so clearly someone who has had bad relationships. And I think a lot of her negative behavior is clearly coming from a place of insecurity and whatever. And, you know, she talks about him in a way that suggests she thinks she doesn't deserve that kind of, right, you know, appreciation and self-esteem and love, whatever. That said, she's still the worst. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And, oh, I can't tell, like, how much of it is the way she communicates is really frustrating to watch. It's a lot of, like, I'm trying. Like, it's, it's also just she puts so much of it on him and it's so clearly, I don't know, whatever. To quote Peter, I love everything about my relation with Victoria except when it comes to communicating. (laughs) Well, it's like, Peter, that's pretty essential, dude. And what else do you guys have in this scenario? It's not like, oh, I love how we can go to the movies and be really comfortable together. I love how we can get lost right. and not yell at each other in the car. Like, I, re- I really love how she can help me when I'm having a bad day. All you guys have are discrete periods of time together when all you can do is communicate. Talk and you yes. can't do that. Um, I think she's into him. He seemed annoyed with her until they had sex. Like, I would say yeah. for most of their date together, they went on the helicopter and he had he began their date by apologizing to her. It was so crazy. Like, I couldn't believe that's how it began. But he began it by, like, addressing that he didn't get to meet her family and, like, how crazy that was and apologizing for everything that had happened between them. And while I think it's fucked up that he confronted her on her parents' porch, how did you feel about that? That's where he chose to do it? Yeah. Um, I think he could have asked to go somewhere else. Yes. He also could have done it earlier in the day. There's no, like... He wasn't oh, like, nothing was stopping him. Was like from, chained to his hotel room bed. Well, I don't know if you've caught on to this yet, but Peter's not very good at making decisions by himself. No, and figuring out the best way to handle situations. No, so. he's certainly not. But so I thought that was kind of his fault. But nonetheless, yeah, she's the one who repeatedly like walks off or is just like, I can't do this, or I'm not giving you what I want or what you want. Like she's the one who gets yeah. just like descends into these tantrums. Yeah. And for some reason, know. he's always apologizing. That I think that's what makes me hate her. Is I'm just like, she has no accountability for herself. And it drives mm-hmm. me insane. But then she did try with him. But I, I just thought that he seemed pretty unhappy with her until the next morning. Because he just seemed very frustrated by her. And like they weren't having that much fun. I agree. I think, I mean, I, the whole thing with him this season has been that he's sort of drawn to... Crazy, crazy and I don't want to use the crazy <laughs> to quote the great Hunter Hayes. Well, you're not watching The Outsider, right? No, too scary for me. Um, this isn't a spoiler for anyone who hasn't seen it, but the supernatural being is called El Cuco, oh. and he's called the tear drinker because he's drawn to grief. And I've been calling Peter El Cuco. Oh my god, so true. He's like the tear drinker, <laughs> yes. right? He's like drawn to grief. Um, and I've always felt like maybe she had outside shock because of that because. Mm. He's clearly not going to get that from Hannah Ann. Although Hannah Ann, there were points where she strategically managed to, you know, cry at the right times or whatever. But not Madison. No. At all. No. And it's funny, like, I think that Madison has the upper hand because she won't, like, succumb to his need for tears. It's like the need for speed (laughs) with need for tears or something. We haven't seen her cry. Even when she's upset, she hasn't cried. I love that about her. 
You sound like Ari. I love that. I love that. <laughs> um, you know what I don't, I'm tired of, can I complain about something that I think sure. they, they say a lot now on this show and reality TV in general. When did everybody start calling the person they love my person? It's from Grey's Anatomy. Oh, right. And yes. He's my person. And it's, it's, um, but it started as a thing between Meredith yeah. and Christina. Yeah. Like you're not on fucking Grey's Anatomy, Victoria. And also, to be clear, that was about friendship and it was really beautiful. <laughs> oh, right. She's my, I remember now. You're my person. Yeah. It, it was, and honestly, oh, yeah. it was pretty intense. It's specifically related to, right. I believe it was when Christina was having an abortion and wanted to get an abortion right. and I, she needed to have a person pick her up and Meredith was her person. And so that has, that a literal, yeah. It was a really actually, I think that's what it was. It definitely was Meredith and Christina. It was related to one of them being in crisis in season one or two. Mm. And it actually was a really, I mean, Grey's Anatomy, I'm a huge stan. I don't know if you you, you watched it. You probably didn't know I watched this. the first five seasons. Well, Mina, I still watch it. I've never missed an episode. I look forward to it on Fridays at the end of the work week. Which ones of like, Here's still here's who's, who's still, still on it. <laughs> Alex just left. He just got sent away. Oh wow! When you cross Shonda, you just get X'd out. But um, here's who's left: Meredith. Okay. More power to Ellen Pompeo. Truly, yeah. the chief, Doctor Richard Weber. Wow. Okay. And Miranda Bailey. That's it. Those three only ones who are left. What about the Scottish guy? Did he die? Um, the Scottish guy. Who, who are the, you talking about? The redheaded Kevin surgeon. McKidd. Yes. Yeah. So he plays American on the show, but I think he is Scottish in real life. I see. Okay, when did He's I? He's still on. His name is Owen. I bailed with the with the deer thing. Remember the deer thing yes. when um, Catherine Hale's character yes. tries so to save a deer. It goes a little downhill. Five, five, and six. The season seven finale is two hours, and it's incredible. I really recommend it. Is that before or after? McDreamy dies. It's well, well before. Uh, McDreamy dying is one of the worst things that ever happened to me in my TV life. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, this has been a Grey's Anatomy yeah, detour. Sorry. But I, I Anyways. love it. I talk about it too much. But that's where my person comes from. It's an incredible contribution to the culture. Thank you, Shonda. It's been corrupted. It was about... <laughs> it was, But this is actually important because it was about friendship. And it was about connection and like being there. Yeah. And it's now been taken to be about like, you complete me in like every possible way. And one of the reasons Grey's Anatomy was great in its early seasons was because it's not, while Derek and Meredith have this like beautiful love story, it's not just like one person who like mm. completes you. It was a very cool message. It was always a show about working women. That's my, thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> Back to reality TV. I thought you were going to say, when did people start saying, I think I'm falling in love with you or I know that I'm going to be falling in love oh, with well, you. Oh, well, that's the whole Bachelor, you know, the... It's even more intense now. Evolution chart of love where you, it's like, okay, we're on a stage four right now. No, I'm on 4.5. I'm like falling in love <laughs> threat, with the threat idea. Threat level might fall. Yeah. Threat it, level falling. I'm so tired of that shit. Well, the, it's crucial though because um, Peter, I think, only says, I'm in love with Madison. I don't think he says I... He, he does say to Hannah Ann... How, Peter, how are you going to go and try to tell people you've known since week four it was someone other than Madison? She just blew you up. Yeah, I think it's the only one she said he says it to. It's, it's, he definitely does not say to Victoria. No, uh, no. no. But Victoria, he says it a lot. We have a great physical connection. Is she going to get a redemption arc? I'm already preemptively fucking annoyed. The big question is, does she get to go to paradise after all of the 100% drama? 100% she does. I listened to the... <laughs> Rob Mills. On your show defending her and I the second I heard that I said oh they know she's gold she is gold everyone's been defending her out, out in the world I had heard that Peter was going to defend her a lot more like again, once against these 
these right. charges of home wrecking. But I think that the the counts of, of drama against Victoria have have stacked up such that it's hard to defend her. Is the home wrecking going to come up on Women Tell All? That's a great question. I don't I don't know because it gets so edited based on like. Corinne, I remember, got a really generous Women Tell All edit because they wanted her to be a, you know, part of the Bachelorverse yeah. for a while. And I'm surprised she's not, actually. Corinne? Yeah. Uh, I never cared for her, but she's— Oh, actually, I take it back. She had, I forgot that there was the Paradise Yeah, the, the incident. Paradise incident with the sexual— Demario, Yeah, right. and then um, I think she's, like, not of that— She just wasn't hanging out with any of them and kind yeah, of I, a different I know, vibe. I knew, like, someone who was hooking up with her in L.A. Like, she just kind of moved to a different L.A. scene. Different She was, like, out, out of the Revolve world and, like, into, like, the club scene, basically. Interesting. Out of the Revolve world. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's true, but you bring up the woman tell all. It's rumored, I don't know if you've heard this, that Kelly and Natasha were not invited. I don't know if that's I have, true. I have thoughts on that. I'm, work, I'm working on on finding out if true. But, um, yeah, I, I if if that is the case... It's messed up. It's extremely messed up. What did Natasha do? Kelly, well, maybe, she, I don't know. What did either of them do? But Natasha in particular, I thought she was a lock for paradise because she like such a, chat, a chatterbox and like gives a good quote. But, and she went pretty far. I think she came in sixth. Um, yeah, that one's weird. The, the Kelly one, I think you can explain it potentially. Because of the way that she got like, sort of, like weird Frankenbite edits. Yeah. And I think she's kind of, she hasn't come out and like, openly criticize him, but she's done some things on the fringes of the internet that yes. suggest she is willing to. And That's true. I think they didn't like, want Like, that. she's been liking tweets that Also, I think Kelly. they don't want her to be the bachelorette, and she was gaining too much popularity. That's a good point. That Which is a good is point. garbage. I think she would have been kind of boring as the bachelorette. Yeah, frankly. I don't know if she would have been great. I mean, what now you're hearing a lot of that's the other thing. What's the producer said? You're hearing a lot of Kelsey for Bachelorette. Oh, yeah. From who, sir? For me. For me. <laughs> I like her, but <laughs> come on. Come on. Busy Phillips, really? She looks like Busy Phillips meets Allie Larder. I don't need a Kelsey Bachelorette. I could have seen a Kelsey whipped cream bikini scene in, in Varsity Blues, can't you? I do like her. Yeah, I like as her a too. person, but I, I just don't want that season. Okay. I don't think there's a really good bachelorette option here. Think, Not in this I think cast, every, everyone's 100%. reckoning with that. What about Kendall? She's newly single. Sure. I think that'd be kind of cool. She seemed weird and quirky. We'll have interesting taste in men. As a weirdo, I like the weirdos. That's totally. one of the reasons I like Kelsey, one of the reasons I like Kendall, etc. I would love a Kel- Kendall season. Yeah, I think I think that she should be considered. Also, I don't know. She She's a little bit older. I, I think that the age situation has come up a lot. And then there was... The um, call for seniors to apply. I saw that. Yes. That's I something screamed. Bill Simmons and I have been discussing. I hope that happens. Like an older yeah, bachelor. Yeah, an older bachelor. Bachelorette. Like, a, like in your retirees or something like that. Or like 50 and older. I would say like 50 to 70. That would be cool. Because mm, you still got a, a lot of life to live at that age. Totally. Like you've got like a good 30 years to go. Um, My in-law grandparent, one set of them lives in like a senior community in Pennsylvania. And apparently, this is dark, but okay. a lot of people pass away there. It's, mm. They're really old. And um, when that happens, usually the the widows and the widowers just go nuts. Oh, wow. Just go nuts. There's a new, new piece of meat on the market. Yeah. I understand. I You know, it's a closed environment. You got to take what you can get. It's like siesta key up there. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> um, let's go back to Victoria. There's a few more things I want to mention about her. Sure. We still have to talk about Hannah Ann. Did you notice Victoria using her dress as a tissue? 
she was like crying about how she loves it. She's like, I love this man. And instead of no. like getting tissue, she uses her dress to like blot her eyes. And and it was real. It was actually really funny. I was say, that's the kind of thing I would do. I actually don't humanize her to me. I actually did like that. <laughs> I think that she she does really like him. And yeah, I do too. I, I was certain he was out on her based on the date, but then he seemed really happy the next morning. He honestly did. And Testament. Yeah, and we, now we understand Victoria and, you know, all, all that she does. I mean, I kind of understood it before, but it was real proof positive. She's, to me, this is my own, like, I guess, aesthetic or taste speaking. I think she's one of the most attractive women that have ever been on the show. I agree. Big time. She's really, she's hot. Extremely hot. No way around it. And... Terrible personality. Terrible personality. Terrible. Worse than a personality is sound of her voice. I hate it. The, I absolutely hate it. I also, her hair is shapeless and too long. I do. I kind of like her hair. I, I just think she's hot girl privilege personified. That's interesting. Is that, you mentioned that to me over text. Yeah. Is hot girl privilege like something that's out there? Is that a Amina? I don't know. Trademarked? I don't think, I, I don't think I, I made it up. I think but. it's a really great point. Like it's something that I also like, hot girl privilege, I really hate. And that's one of the reasons I hate Victoria. And look, there are you, like you operate in the world differently, and like you, yeah. Don't even and know they're it. like Hannah's really hot. She seems nice. She's not. She's not my, not hot girl privilege. Not a sizzling personality, but she seems nice. Hannah G, hot girl privilege for sure. You, I was gonna say Hannah. I, I think I sent this to you. Hannah Ann makes Hannah G look like a dynamo. <laughs> I'm like, bring me some of that Hannah G. Hannah G. Since spark plug since leaving the show seems fun. That's that's my take. Her and Dylan's um, a good couple. Victoria, the hot girl privilege thing is that, like, she clearly has just gotten away with shit her entire life yes. because she's hot. banging. Yeah. Just naturally very hot. Just banging. She has the body that Hannah Ann paid for, <sighs> unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> and yet, that is not the meanest Meow. thing I've said this season. <laughs> um, is that too mean? Should we edit that? <laughs> <laughs> He's so uncomfortable right now. Oh, my God. It's been uh, way worse for Craig. Right, Craig? Oh, this is a rough moments. one. Craig, do you believe in hot girl privilege? Are you you don't have to answer. You look scared right now. Uh, I don't know. Am I equipped to talk about that? Maybe not. Uh, let's move Just on. Just blink if you agree. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> With stackable extra seating, sofa beds, extendable tables, and multi-purpose poofs, Article's selection of stylish furniture has exactly what you need to upgrade your home. Article offers direct-to-consumer furniture that combines the curation of a boutique furniture store with the comfort and simplicity of online shopping. Their design team focuses on beautifully crafted pieces, quality materials, and durable construction. Each piece reflects Article's modern aesthetic of mid-century Scandinavian, industrial, and bohemian designs. You'll save up to 30% over traditional retail prices, and shipping is fast and affordable across the USA and Canada. Plus, Article offers options for in-room delivery and assembly assistance. You get 30 days to make up your mind with simple returns and exchanges. I'm about to move to a new place, and I want to get rid of all my furniture. However, I have these great pieces from Article, and I absolutely will not be getting rid of them. I can't imagine not having my awesome Article cabinet that I think was supposed to be used as like a bar for your cool glasses and wine bottles, but I use it for my shoes and my linens, and it's perfect. It looks really stylish, too. I also have a great lamp and like a media table next to my couch. Those are definitely coming with me. Article is offering my listeners, that's you, $50 off their first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash bachelor and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash bachelor to get $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Let's 
Let's talk about Hannah Ann. Um, oh, Hannah Ann, in addition to giving Peter permission to have as much sex as he wanted, as like, I'm the cool girl. I'll be down <laughs> with whatever. It's, Just as long as you do it in the house, Peter. It's fine. I was the main thing about their date that I found really distracting was that when they were sitting on the beach, the sound of the ocean waves loud, so fucking loud, (laughs) like lapping against the shore was so loud. I couldn't get past it. And I was like, oh, weird sound editing this week. And then that's really all I could see. But um, I I just found Hannah to be Hannah Ann. She likes to be called Hannah Ann, I've been told. I just found her to be, uh, she's just utterly boring. We don't know anything about her. Mm. I don't know what she wants. I don't know what's important to her in a relationship. Obviously, with Victoria, we know, like, you need to tell her she's great and, like, affirm her and give her her a lot Mm. of attention. Hannah Ann, she's like, go have sex with whatever you want. She doesn't even care about that. I, like, what what does she care? And then I found that the actual space where they had their overnight date to be, like, a really disappointing Airbnb. Like, oh, yeah. Like, I actually didn't love any of the... Terrible linens in all of them. The Terrible. <laughs> all of all of um, the linens were like, you sent like like Peter to yeah. go buy like a bedspread and he came back with like some yeah. like satin blue number. Her portrayal in this show, and I'm careful because again, I don't know her as a person. I'm only speaking of how she's been sure. conveyed to us, is like a 13-year-old boy's idea of, like, the perfect woman. Yes. Basically. Again, the portrayal in the show. Yes. Um, Not to say she is that. One thing that struck me is, like, watching them on this date, her face is never relaxed. Yeah. you notice that? Yeah. It's always, she looks like she's always on. I worry that she's just trying to please him. Yeah. Because, you know, also, like, on night one, she interrupted so many times, like, that was her thing. And she's just trying to, like, play Hmm. out the script. I, I think that she seems kind of cool. Like, I get the impression she's fun. Not she, not yeah. based on anything they've shown us, but all of the women seem to really like her. Yes. She was able to befriend Kelsey after their really rocky start. Love that. Yeah, I do too. It seems like she's, like, probably, like, easy to be around. But that said, like, we don't, we don't there, know anything about like her. There's, like, tiny flashes of sort of goofy moments that I've noticed, and I'm clinging to that as, yes. like, maybe evidence of... <laughs> <laughs> Some personality. Um, I feel like I have to like Hannah Ann because I hate Victoria so much that I can't just be like, you know, a total hater. Yeah, I don't hate her. I I want her to win so that I don't have to watch her on television. <laughs> if she wins, unlikely she'll be in paradise. Yeah, like go off, Peter and her. I mean, I think she has the most to gain from a win. Interesting. Go on because she's a model. She's and, an Instagram influencer already. But also does, like, odd jobs. Like, she's on a bottle of Downey. She d- mm. did Spanx modeling. She did, like, Sonic drive through Like, she just does... She she makes ends meet. Like, she she takes the job she can get, which I also really like about her. Like, I think it's cool when people just... Yeah, she's like hard. a working yeah, model. She, exactly. Um, and I... So I mm. think that... But I think if she wins, she gets to a different tier of modeling and she gets more, oh. more opportunity on Instagram, which is not to say she's there for the wrong reasons. I think that they're all there for the wrong reasons. And it just like sometimes no works out. Sometimes yeah. It doesn't. yeah, it's fine. But I do think like there's the biggest upside for Hannah winning, which maybe would explain. And even if she doesn't like identify mm. that, like might explain some of her motivation. I, I can see all of their posts this season career is playing out pretty easily. Like, okay, I, what, do you, I see, what do you see? I see Hannah Ann probably winning. Again, I'm unspoiled. This is just based on this week's episode. And, you know, kind of going down to Cassie, Hannah G, mm-hmm. getting, like, you know, crossing a million in Instagram followers yeah. and getting some high-profile ads and doing a lot of work with Revolve and her and Peter continuing to be together. And fine. I see Victoria F. going on Bachelor in Paradise and... 
having some kind of annoying redemption narrative where she ends up with some guy. Of, of course, she'll be going to stagecoach before she goes to paradise. I mean, she, she's she's clear. going to be in the bachelor verse for a while. I feel definitely. I mean, every dude is going to try to. The one I have trouble seeing is Madison. What is Madison going to do after this in, I, in Bachelor World? I don't know. I, I don't know there's a place for Madison in Bachelor World. Like, maybe she does other reality shows that are more suited to what she's interested in. I don't know there's a, a, a place for Madison. But because, like, is she moving to L.A.? Or does she stay in Auburn and do, right. and do you know, her job there or or whatnot? I don't know. I think Madison actually would make the best Bachelorette of the three. But I don't particularly, I'm not interested in a, um, like another virgin season. Like with, with Colton, it was one thing. I think there wasn't really an explanation of why Colton was a virgin. Not that he has to explain. But with Madison, we've gotten a very clear reason. And and so to, to put her in a position to um, like defy her beliefs. And, yeah, would, or you'd, have to, you'd end up with like 30 guys. Who are, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it doesn't seem that exciting. Yeah, but I I, that's a great that's a great point. I don't know what the future holds for Madison if she's not with Peter. Even if she is with Peter, I don't know. But like, because I don't see, I don't see her moving to LA. But that's the thing about Madison is all three of these women seem pretty young. Though Victoria's twenty six, she's three years older, which Ancient. not old. Remember, she was like, "I'm twenty six, I'm so old," which isn't old. <laughs> but percentage of life, three years over twenty three, is actually kind of a lot. Stop! Yeah. <laughs> I'm so looking forward to not hearing. Stop! I know it's really rough, but. Hannah Ann and Madison are so young. They They're both really young. They Matt, Hannah Ann's traveled a lot because of her work, but Madison, you just get the like you said it really well. Like this is her first time working out. How does my sense of myself and my impression of myself oh. and my family map against brings like creating a new family with a significant this other? Feels like an experience she shouldn't have had on television. <laughs> yes, like this. Like I, she, this feels like an experience she should have like. Moved to a city for the first, you know, for the first yeah. time, or maybe gone to school somewhere far away from home, which she didn't do, and has those beliefs challenged, and is des- decides how important they are to her. I don't know, like these are all, like I said, it's all real people. What shit. you're saying is she should have gone in the real world. This used to happen <laughs> on the real world. It she did. Would be an amazing real world yes. contestant. This used to happen in the early. They used to have totally. like remember Julie yes, who was in New Julie. Orleans, yes, and she was sort of like just figuring out who she is, and she changed a lot. Because she was exposed to new people. Come on, be my baby tonight. Come on, be my baby tonight. <laughs> All-time banger. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but even, that. and then even the original Julie in season one, who like mm-hmm. got into the fight with Kevin because yep. she was from like the South and hadn't really been exposed to a lot of different kinds of people. That was like interesting. Madison needed like an immersive like experience. Bigger, yeah. Yes. And like this is, I'm sure this, she learned a lot from this. And again, like I don't want to be like talking down to her because I actually think she has, right. I admire her a lot. I, I would love to, to hear and watch someone going through what she's going to and not have it be all centered around Peter. Yes. Like, I would have loved, rather than watching the Peter, Hannah, Ann date, I would have loved to, like, hear conversations between Madison and someone else. Also, like, just on a practical level, how did Madison pass all those days? Like, (laughs) like, seriously, what did they do all day? Like, they just, like, hang out in that sitting room? Because if I were her, I would need to be drinking or, like, having like Xanax to like calm down because I'd be so nervous. Like my mind would be spinning thinking about like what Peter was doing with these two other women and I'd be like freaking out because in her head, even if she hadn't given an ultimatum, there's an ultimatum. So like how, like what did she do for all that time? I'm talking myself into into interviewing Madison. I didn't think I wanted to. You should definitely have her on. I know. I I find her arc really fascinating. I do too, especially because she disappeared for half the show. Like episodes four, five, six, there was no Madison. 
yeah. like at all. But she was always a clear front runner. Yeah. Even when they would go on the group dates, he always singled her out. I felt. Yes, absolutely. So who do you think? Who do you think wins? I do think it's Hannah Ann. I did too. At this point, uh, which you know, fine. Sure. Sure. I, I'm loving that the season's not spoiled. This is I have. I do. I love that. Uh, this so is the happy. first time I haven't. I've known the least. I try really hard to not get spoiled, but sometimes the information comes to you or like mm. by a certain point, you know, like with also it was different with Hannah's season because I, I just was so obsessed that I was like, give me all the info. Mm. But this is the first time I have, I really generally don't know how it's going to play why out. I'm loving is, it. Why hasn't it been spoiled? That's a great question. I, I don't know. I mean, I I don't know. Like maybe... Uh, you know, there's a lot of potential reasons. Maybe there was someone who used to work in production who fed answers to Steve who's no longer there. Maybe um, they just went to a lot greater pains to not tell Steve. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Peter hates reality Steve. And really? so I think, yes, because he doesn't like, he like wants, like he believes like the purity of the show. Oh my God. Not in the purity of of, of Madison, but of the show. And um, <laughs> the process. The, he, yeah, trust the process. Which he does say a lot. Trust, this, do you think Peter this works. knows the basketball connotations no. of trust the process? No. He didn't know who Charles Barkley was. I can't. I can't. Did you see that clip last week of Charles Barkley on um, Inside the NBA? No. Oh, Talk, my God. Talking about his bachelor experience? Oh, my God. What so did he say? The Auburn basketball team was on Inside the NBA on Thursday night, including Coach Chad Pruitt, who I didn't even notice in these video clips at first because he just looks so young. And Ernie is <laughs> like, you know, we have, co- we have Coach Chad Pruitt here, whose daughter is currently a contestant on The Bachelor. And Kenny is like, oh, really? I didn't know that. And Charles starts yelling... Dump that loser, Maddie. Dump him. And it was so funny. And it's really unlikely that Charles would be yelling that if if they were together, uh, in my opinion. But he he acknowledges that Peter Charles acknowledges that Peter didn't know who Chuck was. It was really funny. I actually find Peter's beta moments to be the most likable like aspects of him this season. Not, not the most attractive, but the most likable. I'm like, oh, I because he seems fine with it too. He does he seems like pretty secure. I wouldn't him. I wouldn't mind Peter being a fake sports fan if he didn't purport to be such a big sports uh, fan. You may remember when I came on and we did the season recaps yeah. and you pointed out Peter was a Seahawks fan and I said, <laughs> <laughs> You were so right. Yeah. He has a 12 tattoo though, like you. That was I no, I don't I I don't have a 12 tattoo. Oh, you don't? I don't. I thought you got one. No, I have a Super Bowl 48 tattoo. Oh, okay, got yeah, it. So it's that more was my special moment. Critique. Got it. The 12 Yes, is 12 is so lame. Yeah. Sorry, my bad. It's okay. I would never meant to accuse you of that. That's no, all right. It's all right. <laughs> I'm really glad you clarified for the record, yeah, though. Yeah, it's important. It is. It is important. But I, I'll be happy to say goodbye to Peter. I just, <laughs> I, I don't. I just, I'm lo- losing. I've lost interest in him. I mean, the season. This is what I wanted to ask you because we yeah. both really liked Juan Pablo's season. We discussed it last time. Would you say this is a good season, though you hate Peter, and we hate Victoria? So there have been episodes that I found unwatchable. Like what? A lot of when the women would go after each other really aggressively, like Sydney, who might be the one contestant on the show I dislike more than Victoria F. Um, and like the just like the mean girl shit. Yeah. I got I was like, this is not what I fucking signed like up with for. Like with Tammy and McKenna and just all of it, man. Yeah. Like it 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 felt kind of manufactured and not like a genuine beefs too. Yeah. And it just was kind of gross to me. I didn't like that. Um that said, there's been it. I would say some of the episodes have been pretty entertaining. Yeah. Um, as much as I dislike Victoria, I think she's been compelling television. <laughs> and, you know, for me, there has to be like a real, like, 
love story or like I have to believe in something. Sure. And I felt like his connection with Madison has sort of sustained my interest. Mm. Okay. That's um, nice. Like, if she, I don't think if she wasn't there, I think that would be pretty hard. For, like, I think it, Hannah Ann is going to win. And when I watch them together, yeah. I'm just like, what am I watching? Yeah. I, so. I agree. And like, it's just the connection is very hard to understand. And it's not even like a fun absence of connection. Like Juan Pablo and Nikki were just like, what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> but it's just sort of like, okay, she's pretty. Yeah. You like her. It's easy. She gave you permission to sleep with everyone. Mm. It'll definitely be weird if it's so obvious that he's been falling in love with Madison. The one who is like, I'm actually not okay with this. And ends up with Hannah Ann, the one who's like, do whatever you want. Just very different. It's going to be a very interesting. I'm looking forward to Women Tall, and I'm also looking forward to After the Final Rose. Me too. Me too. I can't wait. Um, Mina, thank you so much for coming in. This has been an absolute delight. And I will be back on Wednesday. We're doing a Bachelor in Paradise fantasy draft with some special guests. I won't won't reveal whom. And on Thursday, we're going to talk Love is Blind. (gasps) Have you watched that? I have not yet watched it. Um, It's kind of like... 90 Day Fiance meets Love at First Sight meets a little bit of The Bachelor. Meets so like It's, it's so almost it's like well, like singled out. I don't know if I want to call it good, <laughs> but I did watch nine episodes in one day. So yes, I did nothing on Saturday. And yes, I watched Love is Blind. I was tired. Um, <laughs> I'll get into it. I just finished Terrace House. So Oh, which season? The latest one to hit Netflix. Nice. I haven't watched that one yet. I'm all caught up. Um, Terrace House is fascinating. My favorite. Um, season one of that I really, really loved. All time. It's really classic. it's really good. I, I was confused when I went to Hawaii. I was like, this is America. What are you doing? You don't have to watch Terrace House Hawaii. You can Aloha. Yeah, just right, Aloha stay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like how they it. always have like a sec like a subtitle. I love Netflix reality though. I will I will say that. Did you watch The Circle? Jacoby tried to get me to watch The Circle. He was into it, yeah. Yeah. Message. Mina, you should watch The Circle. <laughs> It's so fun. Smiley face. Send. I still like to talk like that. Um, anyway, so so Wednesday, we got the Bachelor in Paradise fantasy draft. Thursday, we got Love is Blind and Vanderpump with um, Love is Blind with Liz Kelly and Vanderpump with Jacoby, of course. So please keep listening. And next week, we got the Women Tell All Monday night. I don't like, I hate the Women Tell All. So it's actually smart that they put the ending of this episode on top of it because otherwise I'd be like, oh, they're doing right. Of course, because they didn't show. We got to find out what happens. Mm. I, I will watch. I will too, even though I hate the women tell all, but you know, it's it's a must. I'm just already preemptively, like I said, angry at the Victoria Redemption narrative. That's I don't know if annoying. she's going to get it. She's People like hate her. People are really out on her. They are. People are always, do you know how easy it is to get redeemed? All you have to do is be hot and date someone else in Bachelor <laughs> World. It's true. I hope she doesn't go for grocery store, Joe. Stay away. Stay oh, away. She's in Chicago, so it probably won't happen. I feel like she'll go for like Mike or something. Because he's so liked, Mike Johnson. Oh, interesting. You think, like, right, she's going to... They're both in L.A. And then he's in L.A. But will she move out here? Probably. Yeah. Where, will, where would she live if not West Hollywood? Yeah. I mean, after all. I'm surprised she doesn't already. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. I'll be back on Wednesday. <laughs> 